You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Mumbai are back. Rohit Sharma's team chased down Punjab's 214 for three in Mohali to pick up two vital points. With me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz. first time a 200 plus score was chased down in this tournament in mohali that's as good a win as any especially at this stage of the tournament isn't it right i i think they mumbai is back with a bang in fact bang bang if you look at the way they finished the match in in, in the one k day the other night against rajasthan you know with the flurry of sixes from tim david and today in this match the manner in which they chased down as as you mentioned 214 wasn't a paltry score uh It was a flat track, yes, you know, and even Punjab, the batsmen had revelled. Liam Livingston was amongst those who, who. It seemed then that you know Punjab had got enough on the board to win this match, but they needed wickets in the power play, which they got one, which was Rohit, but not much after that. And then they, then you had the magic of Surya Kumar Yadav teaming up with uh, with with Ishan Kishan, and then Atilak Varma. I mean, he's just such an impressive batsman. He's just been so wonderful for Mumbai this season, whether they won or lost matches. So he finished it off in great style. Yes, he did. I'm just going to take you all through the scores before I go back to Ayaz with more questions. Uh, Rohit Sharma won the toss after asking Shikhar Dhawan what to do. He said he would <laughs> like to chase. Arshad Khan got the team away kit in the second over, sending back Prab Simran Singh on nine. Shikhar Dhawan scored thirty, but the star of the Punjab innings was Liam Livingston, who remained unbeaten on eighty nine. He added one hundred nineteen for the fourth wicket, with Jitesh Sharma as Punjab posted two hundred fourteen for three. Piyush Chah. was the pick of rohit's bowlers once again actually picking 2 for 29 jofra archer had a forgettable outing as he picked no wicket and gave away 56 runs mumbai's chase had an early setback with rohit uh, falling on a duck on the third delivery itself out to rishi dhawan ishan kishan and cameron green stabilized the innings with 54 runs for the second wicket because before surya kumar yadav and uh, ishan smashed in 16 runs of 55 deliveries for the third wicket ishan scored 75 surya made 66 both got out but by then the equation was about 21 needed from 18 and then tilak varma and tim david of course closed the victory as always ayaz um let's start with you know you telling us your player of the game well i i, I you know till about 20 minutes back i would have said or just 20 minutes before the match ended i would have said liam livingston because i thought that maybe you know maybe punjab just maybe they would win but i would go with surya kumar yadav he just came and completely transformed the situation uh, in mumbai's favor yes you know ishan kishan also made more runs than surya kumar yadav but the manner in which uh, sky batted i think that's really what to me was the most impressive he just kind of by the time he finished his innings if you would watch the match carefully you would have found that the punjab players looked completely deflated their body language had collapsed i mean there was no self belief left that they could win the match and that's what a knock like this from surya kumar yadav does so he would be my mom uh 215 looks solid at the end of punjab's innings like you said earlier as well but when rohit got out i mean there were a few mumbai fans including me but you know ishan green surya um I mean, when when they started the season, I remember having this conversation with you. Where you know, when they lost the first two, and we were like, "Oh, is this going to be a season like last year round?" When you know, nothing seemed to click. But this time round, with Ishan coming through, Green Surya, it just seems like now that Mumbai is at a spot where you know these guys will just step up, and then there are the de- designated finishers in Tilak and Tim, right? So I mean, it's all just coming together. 
It is, it is. And I think the guys were making a difference. I mean, not apart from Sky and Nishan Kishan in this match, and Sky and some other matches too, uh, is uh, the the performance of Cameron Green and Tim David. I mean, last year in the in the season they were fresh. You know, they were they, they didn't uh, kind of uh, well maybe it t- took them a little while to get used to the the you know India T20 League ethos, the environment, the pressures of being part of a Mumbai franchise, such a high-profile franchise and such a big tournament. But now they seem far more confident. In fact, they look so confident that I think in, in this match, they could have, I mean, Mumbai could have chased down 225, 230 because they had seven or some deliveries to spare. And, uh, you know, Tilak Valma and Tim David still in the middle. So they could have probably chased down 20, 25 runs more. You know, the one concern, though, I mean, I know we've addressed this before as well, is Rohit Sharma's form. He scored 184 runs in the nine matches so far. Averages about 20 runs a game. Uh, so, but, but of course, there's nobody else, nobody more than Rohit himself who will be thinking about how to fix things. But, you know, at some point in maybe, say, the next six matches, if they do end up reaching the final, there will come a time when the onus will be on him. And you think, I mean, you know, I, one can only hope that by, by then things sort of clear out for him. Look, I mean, if you're asking me whether he should drop himself, I don't think he should. I don't think he will. You know, <laughs> whether he makes runs or not. You know, if he's into, if he takes the team into the playoffs, he may, he may do it for reasons outside of, you know, being out of form. I mean, work, workload pressure, or maybe he's got a niggle or something. That's a different issue. But otherwise, the, his presence makes such a huge difference, you know, to the team. Even when the onslaught with with uh, Living, Livingston and Jitesh Sharma was happening. Yes, you know, I mean, those guys were going hammer and tongs. They'd gone berserk. But Rohit was one of the guys who he didn't panic. You know, I mean, he may have grimaced at some of the way, some of the deliveries that were bold and some misfields that may have happened. But I think the time he spent fielding and he watched the, the, the runs coming from Livingston and Jitesh, he sensed it then, uh, this is my understanding, my reading, he sensed it then that 215, 220 is something that his team can chase. He didn't look completely harried and hustled and hassled that, Arey kya ho gaya, you know. He knew that you needed a good start, the pitch was true and, you know, he had the batting arsenal to go the whole hog. Of course, he himself, if he had got runs at the start, that would have been Sonia Pesuhaga, but it didn't happen. But yes, you know, I mean, I would, I would say that Rohit should be in the team irrespective of what he's doing in the next few matches if, he keep, if Mumbai keeps winning. Just to clarify, I did not mean to ask if he should drop himself. I'll just ask. Anyway, but one person, maybe that they need to consider, you know, making a big decision on could be Jofra Aja. I mean, it's a bit of a concern. I mean, we do know he went for a surgery mid-season, has come back. Um, played his fourth match today, conceded 56, didn't pick up a wicket. In fact, he's played four matches, picked up two wickets. But it is Jofra Archer at the end of the day, right? They've really put faith in him. They bought him at the auction last year when it was pretty clear he wasn't even going to play the season. So, I mean, you know, till when do you continue with a big name like Jofra Archer? Yeah, now, that could be a matter of concern for, for Mumbai because Jofra Archer is a big ticket player. He was, you know, bought with great hopes and expectations. He didn't play the first season. He's here this season. So, the expectations have actually grown. Far more. Now, he's not looked in great form, but in this match, I would suspect that, you know, he also got the, I mean, you know, some of the hits could have gone anywhere. Uh, that they went for sixes is something that will be, you know, reflected in, in the score sheet and it won't redound to his credit. But I think what, uh, you know, I feel he needs to kind of chill down, chill a little bit. He's just, just looking too tense to me. And therefore, he's not looking so effective. I don't think he's 
got his execution of his plans right so he's just making he's giving enough scope for batsmen to hit him that's not the jofra archer who everybody feared the kind of bowler even on the most placid tracks he could surprise you with pace he could surprise you with change of pace he could surprise you with bounce extra bounce and that's not happening so i think that's something and this league can be brutal man i mean you know everybody who's watching mumbai play and the rival team will say you know what jofra archer we can handle that fear factor if it diminishes then it just improves their prospects when they take the field against mumbai and that is something that's need that needs to be addressed by mark boucher and rohit sharma and of course jofra archer himself Let's just get a Punjab question in as, in as well. Uh, Liam Livingston came, you know, started the season injured, didn't join the team at the start of the season. But now that he's there, he just makes that batting order look solid, right? I mean, his, his contribution today was key, obviously extremely key in making them reach two hundred and fourteen, scored eighty two. Of forty to almost two hundred strike rate, so I mean his presence sort of also you know just gonna give confidence in this portion of the tournament. Oh, absolutely, he's a maverick. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's a match winner when he gets going with the bat. Sometimes with the ball, he, he bowls all kinds of stuff. You know, you is is you can't read him in that sense. Sometimes he bowls leg spins, sometimes he bowls off spins, uh, off spins. Sometimes dibbly dobbly, you know, late swing, but at very tepid medium pace. I wonder why he was, you know, why he wasn't tried in this match or wasn't tried enough, uh, or not given the ball because, he, yeah, because everybody is getting plastered. Maybe that was a risk because if he comes in to bowl, the batsman might just drop his guard and play a loose shot and get out. But that apart, his batting was is his mainstay, and in this match he showed how destructive he can be. I thought eighty nine was a marvelous knock. It. They may have lost today, but it promises a lot more for Punjab going ahead. Remember, they are still in the hunt for a place in the playoffs. They are now level with Mumbai. Mumbai have gone one spot ahead because of uh, a superior run rate. But there's a whole mix of teams with twelve, ten, and eight points who could be, you know, who could be making a bid or who are making a bid uh, to be in the top four and and into the playoffs. Actually, I was going to ask you about that itself. I'm looking at the standing; it just looks so completely interesting. Gujarat are number one with twelve points, and Punjab are number seven with ten points. There's only like two points differentiating <laughs> the top seven teams. But Gujarat, Rajasthan, Bangalore, and Mumbai have played only nine matches each, so that's going to be interesting. The one point that Lucknow and Chennai had to share might just be the difference between teams. You know, these two teams maybe making it to the playoffs or not. So it's going to be extremely, extremely. I mean, this is a question. I think we're going to be you going to be answering every podcast from now. Just how the standings yeah. look. Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to get really exciting to watch, and of course, uh, edge of the seat suspense as we see. You know, like, as I mentioned in the in the in the earlier podcast, the next seven eight days we'll see a lot of uh, kind of shuffling of uh, the the placing on the uh, placings on the point table. Whoever is number one today could become number two or number three. And those who are five, six, seven could end up becoming one, two, three. So we'll have to just wait and see how this pans out. But this is getting to be really good. But what I can say is, having watched Mumbai today, they're looking prime. They've got their batting order right. They've got almost everybody they want in great form, except Rohit, of course. And they look prime to enter the into the uh, you know playoffs. If you ask me this question about 15 days back, even 10 days back, I would have said no. There's still some boxes to be ticked, but. After watching them win this match without Rohit even making runs, I can say that they are primed to make the playoffs. 
ओके जस्ट वन लास्ट क्वेश्चन बिफोर वी लेट यू गो कोलकाता वर्सेज सन कोलकाता वर्सेज हैदराबाद ऑन थर्सडे इवनिंग वेन वी इट्स जस्ट वन मैच इंटरेस्टिंगली हैदराबाद हैव ओनली प्लेड एट गेम्स सो दैट दे एक्चुअली हैव अ पॉसिबिलिटी ऑफ रीचिंग टेन पॉइंट्स बाय लाइक द रेस्ट ऑफ द टीम बिकॉज देर एट सिक्स राइट नाउ सो दिस विल ऑल्सो बी अ की गेम फ्रॉम हैदराबाद पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू राइट most certainly i think hyderabad actually they have themselves to blame because uh, they lost a couple of matches which they could have done far better playing at home especially but you know it's been a stop start stop kind of a situation for hyderabad they began poorly then they got a few matches they won then they started losing again then they pulled back one back so if they win this match then you know they come into the mix mix so to speak because then they've got enough matches to still try and make it to the playoffs if they lose this then i think it's going to be really tough and in fact the same holds true for even uh, kolkata that's true so let's see what happens in that game thank you so much ayas for taking time out thanks man take care bye bye that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayas memon in association with lloyd khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. Hold up. 